Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 20 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. I am joined by my co-host of the Box Office Beatdown Show, Larry from LC Screen Talk. Larry, how are you? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. Hi. How was your, how's your weekend going? Everything good? Yeah, it's all right. Went and saw Midsummer again today, so that was fun. I still have to see Midsummer for the first time. Oh, but my. I got tickets for tomorrow, so I'm good. I got tickets for tomorrow. I'm going to go tomorrow after work and then do some more packing. So, um, yeah, tomorrow I'm finally going to take that. Um, today I saw Spider-Man Far From Home for the third time. My mother wanted oh. to see it before I left, so she caught that. She really, really liked it, um, which I did, too, of course, a third time. Um, all right, so let's see what everyone else is watching this weekend. Uh, this weekend, <clears throat> we had the opening weekends for Stuber and Crawl. A couple of minor release opening releases for, like, The Farewell, but not too, not that big of a release. And we have Spider-Man Far From Home in its second weekend. And, uh, yeah, so let's get right into the top five of this weekend's box office for the weekend of July 12th. And let's get, let's, get, let's get started. Larry, what came in at number one this week? So, repeating at the number one spot was Spider-Man Far From Home, dipping 51.1% for a $45.3 million opening. That brings the latest Spider-Man film up to $274.5 million here domestic and a very nice $847.01. Three million worldwide. Mm. So big numbers for the latest Spider-Man films. So see, you helped contribute to almost <laughs> eight fifty worldwide. Um. So initially, when I first saw this number for um Spider-Man: Far From Home this morning, I was like, I was like a little worried. I was like, ah, oh, forty-five million second weekend. But I failed to realize that um, you know, a lot of people saw it last week you know because it had that it had that opening from tuesday you know into the weekend so a lot of people were able to see it on time and early and stuff like that there was a lot of time to see it whether you saw it that tuesday the wednesday the fourth of july had a lot of had a lot of viewers going um so i I guess this was a lot of a lot of the people of you know who hasn't seen it yet people seeing it for you know repeat viewing and stuff but still a good number not too much 50% 50% drop is kind of average for the superhero genre. So, um, yeah, not bad. Yeah, that of course, that 50% is off of the pure weekend itself, not including right. you know, the Tuesday through Sunday, six-day weekend. But, yeah, especially when I saw that $850 million uh, worldwide number was really the part that that I saw as impressive. Just looking at some of these international territories, it's doing really well over in China so far. We've made 191.8 million mm. over there, um, and it made 100 mil in overseas markets overall. South Korea with 49 million total, which is also ahead of the UK, which is at 28 total. So some really strong numbers from Spider Man across the globe agreed um <clears throat> so we had the uh world overall it made about like what 850 right now it crossed yeah it's like 847 okay so that's pretty good i think it's definitely gonna hit that million dollar um number yeah. for sure you know not not like not 
quickly though. I think I think it'll like it'll be the same as like kind of how Captain Marvel got to that that million dollar, and you know just you know with time and stuff like that, it's gonna get there. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the film. I'm excited. I wasn't expecting this uh, this to make so much money, but it's really nice to see and stuff. And I'm sure Sony is loving it. So yeah, pretty good. Um, I think the fans right. should be loving it for them. <clears throat> if it hits that billion, that means for sure the deal is intact for Marvel yeah. and Sony. See, I also don't. One of the reasons why I never brought that brought that story up on shows because I wasn't. I don't think that sh- I don't think that story is kind of accurate. I because th- the site that broke it is was kind of an unknown, and then they kind of just caught waves because people just started posting about it and talking about it and stuff. I don't think that site was accurate. I think Sony likes Spider-Man in the MCU and stuff like that because, you know, it gives them time to focus on a lot of the properties that they want to do, like Venom and and um and what what's the what's the vampire? Morpheus and I know they want to work on some other, you know, kind of projects. So I do I do think Spider-Man either way whether it was going to get to the billion dollars or not was gonna stay with the MCU, so I'm. I think it's fine. Um, <laughs> so, all right, what came in at number two spot? What do we got? So, holding in at number two was Toy Story Four, dropping a very nice little small thirty nine percent this weekend for twenty point six six mil in its fourth weekend of release. That brings the latest Pixar Disney animated film up to three hundred and forty six point four million domestic, as four hundred. Uh, I'm sorry, and seven hundred and seventy one point one million worldwide. So, some big numbers for. Toy Story 4. It also opened in, I believe it's final market this weekend, but it opened in Japan to 15.3 million, which is actually the biggest Pixar opening of all time for Japan. So fun news there for Disney. And yeah, I saw that. I saw that and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Um, Toy Story 4 has been definitely one of the big hits of the summer, rounding around like $346 million domestic, which is really, really good. Um, definitely excited to see this movie do well. It didn't take that. It didn't take that much big of a drop, and it's and it, and it's in its fourth weekend, so um, it's still kind of going toe to toe with Spider Man. I'm sure if Toy Story four wasn't in the picture, Spider Man's number would have been kind of bigger. But um, yeah, still really good to see for this franchise. Yeah, next week it'll probably take that a little bit bigger of a hit, but so far it's right, held on yeah. strong and got those numbers up to I think where people expected them to be. Right. Um, yeah, so yeah, we'll see. So uh number three, this is kind of a surprising one. Number three, what do we have? <laughs> number three, we have Crawl making a very nice twelve million this weekend in its opening, which is a really bigger number than we expected for sure. Oh, mm-hmm. And then worldwide the the alligator flick is up to sixteen point eight million. So, nice numbers to start for this little creature feature. Right. I um, it's it didn't quite uh, go across its budget, but hey, for the first weekend, we you and I was not expecting the movie to do that well. Wow. I think we rounded up this movie being lowest than the um, other flicks, you know, other movie opening up this weekend. Uh, I because I, I the marketing wasn't that wasn't that great for the movie, but. The word of mouth was all, was really good for the movie for the most part. A, a lot of people enjoyed it more than I thought, and um, they didn't do. It probably helped that they didn't do the uh, they didn't do screenings for critics. They just kind of put it out there. Um, I don't think the studio had much faith in it at Paramount, but it was. I, it's a, it's a good film, so 
Um, yeah, twelve million dollars for this kind of movie. We don't always see these kind of movies do that well. Um, it's not it's not to the same level as like a movie like uh, The Meg. The Meg is a much more like uh, that was a much more like profitable and and like put out movie like market market wise. So um, good 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 uh, number for that for Crawl. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I think probably Paramount's a little bit sad they didn't screen this for critics. Right. After they saw the response, I'm sure they're like, ah, oh, we could have used any boost we could get. Uh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we misjudged that one. But this is right in line with like 47 meters down, mm-hmm, which made yeah. 11 mil in its opening weekend. So seems seems about right. And that one finished with about 44 million. So you, we could probably expect at least a similar result. But I think this one was a little bit better received than 47 meters down. So who knows? Lot, it might even yeah. have a little bit better legs yeah and um yeah I'm, I'm curious about the legs i know next week a certain film is just going to demolish everything um but with this with the horror genre and the creature genre um i i think it's i think next week we'll see a slight drop but um it's doing well with some audiences so hopefully the drop won't be that won't be that huge let's hope um all right what do we have in number four we kind of saw this number last week but what do we have so at number four we have the other new release of the weekend with stuber bringing in 8.04 million for its opening worldwide it brought in 11.04 million so the dave batista kumal nanjiani comedy not looking (laughs) all that great in over 3,000 theaters Mm -hmm. um yeah this one I, 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 we, you and I both was not, I said like 10 million though, but from last week's show, I know you said a little bit lower and you kind of gotten, you kind of won that battle because, um, not a lot of, I, we still, we're still kind of like dealing with the question of is Dave Batista a draw? And I, um, quite frankly, I, I don't really think anyone, I, I think, in the you know I, I think in the old days you can you can have the argument of like oh who's a draw and who's not but I I don't really think anyone is like a draw because like I I, it, I think it just depends on how the movie is and if audiences want to go see it or not if the trailers are good if the critic responses are good and if Rotten because Rotten Tomatoes as much as as much as people like to think that Rotten Tomatoes isn't a factor Rotten Tomatoes is some sort of a factor when it comes to opening release numbers because people. Fans, they see that and they're like, oh, if it's a low number, I'm not going to go see it. The number for Stuber was not that great. So um, not surprising at all for Stuber. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, what do you do? Uh, yeah, so this is a, a second miss on Kumail Nanjiani's record this summer after Men in mm-hmm. Black International. And now Oof. Stuber, where he's, uh, you know, front and center, also really underperforming. But Dave Bautista definitely not coming out swinging like The Rock did uh, for mm-hmm. his career starting outside of the MCU, for sure. Okay, but, yeah. I mean, maybe he shouldn't be turning down roles uh, looking for, quote-unquote, better quality films, but... Yeah, yeah, you, and you kind of shoot yourself in the foot when you say stuff like that. Um, I remember I remember seeing that quote a while back, and I was like, I don't know, Dave, you did, you, I mean, you chose Ult- Hotel Artemis, like, what and, are you, what are you talking about? And you chose about? Stuber. Well, so. You chose Stuber, so I don't really know what you're trying to say here. 
Um, yeah, because even The Rock, The Rock did when he was like, when he first started doing his kind of shtick and acting, he started off big. A lot of his movies did really well. The Rock, but The Rock even himself is not really, I mean, The Rock's a draw to an extent because movies like Skyscraper and Rampage didn't do that amazing. You know what I mean? So, uh, Dave Batista, I think it is too early to see if he, if he is that next kind of wrestling guy yet, but, um, I don't know. About I don't know about <laughs> um all right so number five for finally it's not Aladdin holy shit yeah, barely just <laughs> I barely know. um what do we have for number five so coming in at number five was yesterday last week's number three film slides down to number five but only dropped thirty two point nine percent as it added a hundred and forty one theaters this weekend bringing in six point seven Five million for its third week in release. That brings the Beatles-inspired musical romance up to 48.3 million domestic and 80.5 million worldwide on a 26 million dollar budget. Yeah, um, for this movie to stay up in the top five, which with with some really really uh, big heavy hitters, really really good for yesterday. I mean, I said it last week how I didn't, I don't know how this movie is doing as well as it's, as it's doing, but um, only a thirty two percent drop. Uh, added some more theaters to its to its count this weekend as well. Um, pretty good. It's forty eight million domestically off a twenty six million dollar budget. Um, I mean, there won't be a sequel, but I, I mean, but this is good, good stuff for this movie. Yeah. But, um, yeah, good, good win for Universal. Universal definitely saw that general audiences have more or less very favorably reacted to the film. Um, uh, I think critics were very meh, and I was very meh, but. You know, people love their Beatles music. They love a good little romance, and they've really responded well. So they've went out to see it. They gave it a high score, and so they released it a little bit wider. And uh, mm. it's been some pretty nice results. It'll obviously pass fifty million by the time we talk about it next week. So there you go. Right, right. Yes, yeah, pretty good for that. Um, for yesterday. Um, good stuff. All right. So uh, any other? Stories from uh, the box office. I'll just touch on it real quick. The oh, smallest, God. the smallest oh, drop in the God. entire top ten was in fact Aladdin. <laughs> oh, only Lord. barely dropped at all. Only slid twenty one point nine percent for five point eight seven million. That brings its domestic up to three hundred and thirty one point four million, and its mm-hmm. worldwide total is all the way up to nine hundred and sixty point two million dollars. So. Aladdin continues to kill it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Aladdin's doing really well. It's been doing well for a long time. And when I say long time, I'm talking eight weeks, <laughs> like a long time. I don't know what's happening with this movie. Um, but yeah, Aladdin's doing well. Midsummer kind of took kind of a dud uh, this weekend. It, yeah, it, it dropped below. Sell. It dropped below both Aladdin and Annabelle. So that's not good. I mean,. Uh, it, it was below Annabelle last week, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah they both that's, that's a good point, yeah. <laughs> Aladdin just leapfrogged them both. So yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but Midsummer, yeah, it only made three point five. It had the second biggest drop in the top ten, though, falling forty five point nine percent. But mm. I mean, for an art house horror, a forty five percent drop, I'm okay with overall. 
Annabelle comes home, crossed 60 million this weekend domestically, and is now up to a really nice 173.5 million worldwide in its uh, third weekend in release. Looking at some of these others, nobody else really hit milestones. Rocket Man crossed 90 million over the weekend, now up to 91.9 million in its seventh week of release and that uh elton john film has now made 179.2 million worldwide so there's that and then avengers is now yeah. striking distance it's within 8 million now <laughs> of yeah. avatar uh it made 1.69 million this weekend worldwide total now up to 2.78 million or billion and Avatar sits at 2.788 billion. So we're we're slowly but surely continuing to crawl and crawl towards yeah, that. It ain't, it, ain't, it, ain't hap- it ain't happening. It's not happening. Um, I mean, so I'm looking at this list. Men in Black took a drop, but I mean, it's not doing well. I mean, Rocketman has been doing really well this summer, too. I'm looking at its domestic gross of $91 million. That's really yeah. good. Um, good for, for Rocketman, Secret Life of Pets 2 did. I mean, it, it's coming close to what the first one did, like, in its third weekend, you know? But, um, yeah. yeah um, hmm, what else? The Farewell. Well, the Farewell is good. Say- um, the farewell yeah. is is the other one to really call out because it did de- debut with three hundred and fifty one thousand and three hundred and thirty dollars, but that is the best opening weekend theater average of the year, which is eighty seven thousand eight hundred and thirty three. It only opened in four theaters, so at least it was able to take home that record for the year of best per theater average opening thus far. Wait, wait a minute. I'm seeing. Okay. Am I am I am I tripping? Is this unplanned on the, in the top twenty <laughs> under the farewell? Is yeah. this is this the one that came out like earlier this year, March? What the hell is it still doing here? Did uh, it come back? Did it come back? Oh no! Every now and then, it's only in forty nine theaters. Yeah, I think. Lord I, have mercy. I, I mean, I mean, I, can you call that a re release? But um, I don't know. Um, Child Wild Rose play continues yeah. to plummet. Child's yeah, Child's Play is just not. I don't know what's going on. It, it also had a really good theater slash. Uh, talking about theater slashes too. Avengers Endgame got slash of five hundred theaters. Secret Life of Pets two got slashed uh, over five hundred theaters. Men in Black International got slashed eleven hundred theaters, yeah. uh, which is no bueno. Uh, and then Child's Play got slashed uh, almost an uh, almost a thousand theaters, nine hundred theaters. Yeah. Um, Wild Rose is doing pretty good. Yeah, I had would a say nice with bump the this weekend. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I'm trying to look and see what else is here. Uh, but, yeah, the main stories, this is some of the stuff that we've um, been talking about throughout the week. Late night is slowly kind of dwindling away. Um, Dark Phoenix is there. It's in the 25 spot. I mean, it's something, uh, I guess, for this movie. Goodness. Dark <laughs> Phoenix. What a sad day for Dark Phoenix. Did you see that? Um, Did you see what... Uh, what was posted yesterday about that movie in Fantastic Four? I did. Uh, yeah, again, uh, it's like, oh my, this is. Yeah. 
good. This but, is not fun. I think that has to do with the budget. Because um, yeah. obviously, um, Dark Phoenix has made more money than <laughs> Fantastic Four. Just looking at it, Dark Phoenix worldwide is at 249.6 mil, whereas. Fantastic Four ended its run at 167.9 mil. So Dark Phoenix made almost $100 million more than Fantastic Four. However, it also cost a lot more. So it is quite the bigger, the bigger bomb. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, so I guess it's, um, that's it for like uh, this opening weekend and this weekend for the box office. Let's yeah. get into, let's get into what we... What's coming out next weekend? Some some predictions, I guess. Next weekend, we have The Lion King. Now, um, in a perfect world, I would say The Lion King is going to... I do think... Okay. It, it screened for a lot of critics last week, and I think Disney probably thought it was going to come out of the gate. Strong, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, A+. You know, like you know, like a like a really, really good Metacritic store, score, but... um. It's kind of turned for the worst for Lion King. Lion King is rotten right now with 59%. And I do, I don't think that's going to affect the box office too much. But the word of mouth is not that strong for the movie. Only The only thing I'm hearing is is special effects. Yay. That's that's all I'm hearing. That's that's it. Um, but I, as far as next week, I, I'd have to go with, if I had to take a prediction for this movie, um... Uh, I, I, I go like one, uh, one sixty, one seventy. What do you, what do you think? I do think it's going to be a, a big number. Yeah, I was, I was thinking right around like one sixty five, one seventy as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing somewhere. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if it opened bigger. I'm guessing right around Beauty and the Beast numbers for the Lion Yeah, King. because I, because when the year started, I said if any movie is going to cross. That two hundred million dollar mark, it's gonna be Endgame and Lion King. But with these, uh, with these first reactions and stuff like that, and kind of mixed reactions from fans as well going into the movie, because the these the, the first reactions are kind of justifying what fans have been saying. So um, we'll see how that does. I do think it's, I do still think it's gonna be a big number, just because yeah. just because how how much Lion King resonates with everyone. So and how much of a big how much of a big deal that animated movie is. So I do think it's going to be a big number next and week. Especially when we look at some of these other ones. I mean, really, the, the live-action Disney movies haven't gotten great scores mm-hmm. and continue to just get huge opening weekends. Like Maleficent had a 54 on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. Aladdin is at like 57, and we we saw how that worked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Going and going, and so I don't know with these these remakes. Uh, I don't know that Rotten Tomatoes really affects them all that much, or right, yeah. Response. Uh, the nostalgia is just too strong behind these remakes. I think <laughs> for them to to truly fail when they're coming off of a big film like The Lion King. So. Uh, it might hurt it just a bit, but yeah, I would say probably around 170 seems like a, a reasonable number. Yeah, it was tracking. It was tracking around um, 170 to 180 when I looked at it a few weeks ago. Um, speaking of tracking numbers, so let's get into some of that with some of the movies that's coming out. Look so, at this uh, with the Lion King, though. It did already open in China this weekend. 
and mm-hmm. it made 54.7 mil this weekend. So it's already off to a decent start in the second biggest market. So mm-hmm. there's that. And then after that, um, after Lion King, uh, the next big movie is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So that movie so far, like as of this week, it was tracking oh, just around like 60 million. Um, yeah, I think it's because, uh, you know, Quentin Tarantino and, you know, um, the cast is very likable and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, you know, every time the trailer hits the theaters when I'm in there, people seem, in- seem interested enough to see what it's about and what's going to happen. So, um, yeah. And then, uh, I guess, that's, yeah. That's, I don't know. I'm trying to see. I'm looking for at least opening weekends because I'm like, what is Quentin Tarantino's biggest opening? Because that seems high to me. I don't know. Inglorious Bastards with $38 million. That's his biggest? That's his biggest that's opening yeah, that's, of that's all time. The, that's what the tracking says. I'm just I telling you what they say. I don't think... I, 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 think me, I don't think it's going to come to that. <laughs> I, I, I think... I think that number, if it was gonna, if that was gonna be the next weekend, I think that number is gonna be Lion King weekend two. Like Lion King weekend two, I can see about sixty to seventy million. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Once upon a time in Hollywood, the week right after Lion King, I see like thirty, maybe thirty-five. You know what I mean? I don't see a big opening for that movie. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a it is still like a a drama comedy rated R film. Um and I know many film fans love Tarantino, but apparently I'm just like eh, the the general audience liked him and they they come around to it, but again, his biggest opening came in 2009. So he hasn't even been able to duplicate that 38 mil. That's true. It's a good point. Um, yeah, so I don't know that I I don't know I I do I do know Lion King is going to be a big heavy hitter. I think that might be the last big heavy hitter of the summer. Um, depending on Hobbs and Shaw, I don't really see I don't see over a hundred. Sorry. Um, no, and no, then no. Dora's coming out the same day. I don't see over a hundred. No, or over well, like over ugh. thirty or over thirty. Fedora. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that is it for this weekend's box office. Not, I mean, there were some stories, but not too much notable stories. It wasn't like a big opening release for a big movie like like usually when there is. We have so much to say. I know yeah. last, last week's episode, we just had a bunch of talk about yeah. as far as the movies go. But yeah, pretty slow weekend, like you said, you know? Yeah, not too much. Just a couple smaller releases. Mm-hmm. One that did okay for what it is and one that, right. oof. Struggling. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah, guys, I guess that is it for this week's um, box office beatdown show. Next week, live from San Diego, Larry and I will be doing our box office beatdown show. I guess that during that show, too, we can talk about, since it'll be on a Sunday, that'll be when all the crazy stuff from Comic-Con is kind of dwindling down a little bit. So while I'm out there, we'll talk about what's been going on and stuff like that as far as Marvel Studios, because Marvel Studios panel is on Sunday. Saturday. Listen, we're trying to get into that panel, but I heard it's I heard it's like next to none. If you aren't like, you know, if you're not sleeping out Friday yeah. night, you ain't getting in. And trust me, I'm too bougie to be sleeping outside for some oh more panel. My. I just I, I can't I can't be doing all bougie, that. I, got, I gotta get up, I gotta take a shower, I gotta get my coffee, I got I can't be doing all that sleeping over overnight for some Marvel panel. You know, I'm sure the panel will be nice. But um <laughs> 
we'll see. If, if we'll make it in, we'll make it in. If we don't, be we so don't. Sad if they do yeah. that Black Widow trailer in there and they don't release it online, you're gonna be so sad. I, I will be. You're right. You're not wrong. I'm just saying we're gonna try to get up early and work something out to get in there. But um, if we don't, there's gonna be so much stuff to do out there, and we're equally excited to do everything. I'm not going into next weekend. I'm not going in there knowing that I'm going to get into the panel. You know what I mean? I'm not like I'm expecting not to get into the panel. But if we do, that'll be epic and that'll be amazing. And they don't start the panel. They don't start their panel until late. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll see yeah. how it goes. Kind of like the bummer is you have to camp out and you miss like the whole day of everything just to get right. into that one panel. Right. Um. So yeah. So even if we get there early, we're gonna have to just stay in that. Stay in Hall H until Marvel comes up at like five forty-five. I think their number is, is when they're coming up. But um, we'll see. Then, then we'll have the Schmodown, the uh, movie trivia Schmodown that night for Collider's page and all that stuff. So that's gonna be a fun little day Saturday. Um, but yeah, we fly out Tuesday, Wednesday morning. So we'll be down there Wednesday. We'll try to get into that um, Scare Diego for it chapter two. That should be fun. Um, but yeah, as far as the show, the show is still, we're still set to, unless anything happens, we're still set to go, um, next week for the box office Down show. That'll be yeah. episode 21 in San Diego. That's going to be fun. Um, yeah. so we'll see how it goes. Um, Larry, I want to thank you once again for doing the show with me. Thank you everyone who's been listening to the show. We have a lot of, a lot of people who really like, really like the box office show, which is awesome. So I really yes. appreciate it. Um, Larry, please let everyone know where they can find you. What's coming up on your page this week. Certainly, you can find me on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. And this week, I will have for sure my review up for The Lion King, the 2019 remake, as well as for sure this week, there will be a Blu ray hunting video because there is a movie coming out that I want 100%. And that Target deal ends this weekend. So just oh. in case anyone is wanting 20% off of yeah, movies at Target, it ends this weekend. Um, and um, then I think I'm releasing a collaboration with Rachel Wagner there where we both um, release on our own separate pages. Movies we think that the tomato meter got it wrong with. So ooh, I like that idea. Come on over and see which movies I think the tomato meter if, is wrong. <laughs> if, if law abiding, if law abiding citizen is not on one of y'all's list, I swear to Jesus. Um, Cause that movie is criminally, un criminally underrated. I, I, I think, um, I don't know. And I've watched it as I got older. I'm like, maybe cause I watched it when I was young and I didn't really understand movies, but I watched it older and it's still pretty good. Um, so, <laughs> So I don't know. Well, it was kind of like a ten percent. I was like, "What?" But um, all right, that's pretty good. It sounds it sounds like fun. What what movie are you trying to get this weekend? That's like exciting. Is that was that was that like a surprise? Oh, and then the what the farewell. The I'm fair. Oh, oh okay. right, right, right. Yeah. No, but you said you said Blu-ray too. Oh well, Shazam. Oh, sh oh, that's Blu-ray this weekend. Oh, I'm gonna get this. Blu-ray this week. So I want to get obviously... the book. My crazy little butt will be over at Best Buy going for that steelbook. So. <laughs> uh, steelbooks, steelbooks are so hard to get if you don't go the day of. I don't know oh, why. Yeah. I'm, I'm there this... on Tuesday. <laughs> Let me. Yeah, I know, but I, I won't be. I will, I'll be busy Tuesday. Let me see. Hold on. Shazam! Before we get off the That's air. That's basically it, unless you want that Unbroken movie, or is that Unbroken? Oh. No, Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Oh God, I'm all set. Um, let me see. 
I mean, it still looks fine. It's just a big lightning bolt. I can deal without it. Actually, oh, for... I like the back. I like the back. Yeah, I was gonna say cool. actually, I like the the like cover for just the regular Blu-ray that Target has better than the cover that Best Buy has. But I'm still going for the steelbook. So <laughs> where where does the what's the cover that Target has? So they, that's how uh, the... it's just like a slightly different one. I don't know. I just thought it looked cool. Um, I'm just searching it. Oh, that one's nice. Yeah, it looks okay. Um, alright, but I didn't know Shazam was out this weekend, but that's good to know. Um, alright, so thank you everyone for joining us. You can find, uh, me on Twitter and Instagram at Cinemaniac94, Instagram at Cinemaniac1994, and the page, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Cinemania World. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Messy FM Radio, KS1, KS1 Radio here in Boston. Um, they they usually play us around like midnight, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, thank you thank you guys for joining us. I'll be back tomorrow with Hannah for us to review Euphoria and Big Little Lies, and then Tuesday, hopefully, if all my packing is done, Tuesday will be our last world show until we go out to San Diego. If not, then we'll do a world show from San Diego, which will be cool. Um, so that's all. That's it for everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name's Dwayne. That is Larry. We will talk to you guys soon. We'll see you later.